Just a quick heads up, Bard Rock Cafe fans. Our pre- and post-roll ads reference our new sponsor, Metallic Dice Games. Unfortunately, due to a minor timing issue, they re-ran through their company, website, and coupon codes after we prepared this ad. We're working on new ads, but in the meantime, our sponsor is FanRoll, and our coupon code is Cafe, all is one word. The correct link and coupon code can be found in the show notes. Now please enjoy the ad and the episode. Armbar, I just got back the ad copy from our sponsors. Can you do the read for me? Oh, boss, you know I can't read. Right, right. Oh, look, it's Doubletail. Barry, can you spare uh, a minute? Sure, what's up? Also, I'm pretty sure I asked you not to call me Barry. Well, Barry, our sponsors gave us this ad copy to read, and unfortunately our friend Armbar here can't read, so can you do the promo for us? Uh, sure thing. <clears throat> hey there, sports fans. Paragon Doubletail here to remind you Bard Rock Cafe is brought to you by Dragon Master Games. Shop at their online storefront for your D&D and TTRPG products, as well as collectibles. We are also now partnered with Metallic Dice Games, who make high-quality dice sets, dice bags, trays and towers, and other accessories. Follow our affiliate link and use code BARDROCK at checkout to save 10%, and a portion of your order goes to support the show. Finally, you can also support the show directly by subscribing to our Kofi. Subscribers get access to wild rewards like exclusive bonus content, tarot readings from Rook, social media shoutouts, and tabletop games with the cast. As always, all the relevant links can be found in the show notes. Now, let's rock. Support the show, or I'm gonna come near ya! You, you, you can't threaten your listeners. It's not a threat. It's a promise! Support the show, jabronis! And welcome back to episode 39 of Hard Rock Cafe. Oh my god! What? What the shit? I don't think that's right. Check again. That's absolutely not. Three more episodes and we have the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah, welcome to episode 21. Bard Rock can drink now. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's go. Now, welcome to episode 39 of Bard Rock Cafe. Uh, last time we left off, Paragon and Armbar had won their first match, and after a brief interlude where some unfortunate bets were placed, uh, time rolled around. And Brock got everyone drunk. And got a third soul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then got yeah. it drunk. <laughs> no, Brock does not drink. Brock, Brock does not drink alcohol because if he passes out, he could turn into roll. We don't want that. Does roll drink? That's a great question. Rolls never had the wheel that long. <laughs> no, because he could pass out and turn into Brock. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the third soul gets in there. It's, it's just like... Finally, I could drink again. Maybe he's an alcoholic soul. <laughs> yeah, the third soul is just an alcoholic. <laughs> just a guy that takes control long enough to get super drunk. <laughs> I feel like that's just what happens to everyone who blacks out drunk. But, like, not a cheap drunk, right? Like, high-end wine and top-shelf whiskey kind of drunk, right? Like, the guy that will spend all your money. Yeah. And he's using he's but, using living in Brock's body as the reason, the excuse, quote unquote, of why he's uh, drinking. Dude, Brock's fucking loaded. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, Brock invented Keystone Light in college so that he would have people stop asking why he wasn't drinking. Ah. Fun little lore point for you listeners. <laughs> Look, I I love the idea that we have created here that getting drunk is tied to the soul and not alcohol in the body so that when a new soul takes over they're not drunk. <laughs> hmm. 
That's how it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I was thinking they wake up and they're like, man, I'm shit-faced, but I'm in control. Like, that's how I interpret it. I'm just saying, that would be the most hilarious <laughs> yeah, way. Like, if true. you know you're going to switch to the other soul, at least make sure they wake up with a hangover. Just, yes, final. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what did you do to me? Like, get controlled, like, why am I so hungry and thirsty? <laughs> why do you not take care of yourself, Brock? Wakes up, who ordered just the greasiest eggs on the face of our first thing in the morning? The greasiest eggs. <laughs> what even is this grease? Who puts wasabi in a hangover cocktail? Ugh. <laughs> That's spicy, Mary. <laughs> You've heard of Bloody Mary, now get ready. <laughs> this summer. Spice. I was waiting for the punchline for that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I, I literally, like, trailed off mid-sentence. It's fine. We don't do we do not do punchlines. We just sort of stumble into a half-joke, and that's it. That's... <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to get ten minutes of the episode, and then suddenly we're going to be like, bam, punchline. <laughs> Finger yeah, guns. That is kind of my style. Just wait till you forgot about it, and then I bring oh, it back. Sneak attack bonus punchline. Right. Blind man walks into a bar and a table and a chair. <laughs> oh, that was so terrible. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you just told that joke. <sighs> or anyway, we should this, resume this, the plot. Oh, this. I was going to say that that joke had a lot of depth perception. Uh. There we go, that's more our brand. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Dungeons and Dragons, right? So everyone, as we left off, Armbar and Barragon were walking back to the center circle for their match. And now our story continues on Dragon Ball Z. Are we gonna are we gonna spell them up before they head out? Or? That is a good question. Do you guys have any buff spells before the fight for Armbar and Dalton? Yes. Yes. Uh which which of the two has more like damage output per attack? Um, Once per combat, probably Baragon. In general, probably Armbar. So, want to throw this out there though? Like, also, do we know who they're fighting at this point? We discussed before the episode started who they're fighting. So, uh, you would know from looking at the roster that up next is uh, uh, words in my brain. Bolok and his demons are up next. So, we we actually like I think that we determined amongst all of us we know that they're fire resistant so buffing barry in this match would be just like less effective yeah so he's got fire output okay i'm i'm hasting armbar okay right. wild magic proc uh, uh, yeah hey oh man he's a dad now <laughs> 51 51. All right. <laughs> you are now poisoned. Oh. What? I have resistance to poison. <laughs> no, no. Oh. No, no. Uh, the deer. The deer is poisoned? poisoned. <laughs> That's, That's so, so sad. dumb. Aww. Poor old man. That's uh, like, they're, they're always so funny or lighthearted or something like that. Nope, you're just poisoned. This is just sad. <laughs> this is just sad. <laughs> Quick, I need, to, I need to go place a bet to get rid of this poison. <gasps> oh, my stomach. What? Yeah, so this poison lasts indefinitely until a certain thing happens. What? Or until what? you have poison removed from you. What? Good thing to bet. Okay. Dude, imagine just being sick forever. Does that no. mean does that mean that I can't like bet the poison? 
on the fight. You, you absolutely can. If okay. Somebody Who's like, gonna oh, take that? Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. You are betting a curse, hoping that the curse is removed. From oh, you, so it's a right? curse. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It is the poison condition. Somebody else is also going to bet a negative condition to the fight. <laughs> like if they win the bet, they get rid of their condition and it goes to you. Hey, right? you so, never know what you might get. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Roll the dice and pay the price no more. Uh, give me some mummy rot, baby. <laughs> All right. Brock strums his guitar, slaps Barry on the face and casts, not on the face, on the back, <laughs> and casts protection from good and evil because you guys are fighting devils, so now you have they have disadvantage against you. Oh, thank you. And Appreciate I'm going to roll to see if I get Sorcerer Wild Magic. I don't. Uh, you do get regular Wild Magic. We're off to a great start. Right, 33. Sorcerer, which is the bottom of the fucking PDS. So go well, actually, actually this would be barred because it's my musical instrument. My instrument's what I have that spell from. All right. What was it? 33 on the bar table. 33. Now you gotta go up to the top of the list. Nothing happened. Yeah, no, I... There's nobody right in the middle, right? That's partly my fault. Paladin's off the table, right? But, like, but not Paragon is. Fighter's right in the middle. I can get the fighter without too much trouble from anywhere. You're welcome. But we're going from bard to wizard to bard to barbarian. Fuck! Bard anyway. to barbarian is easy. <laughs> it really sucks that there's not, like, a hotkey that you can use to search words. I know, that's terrible. Haste gives plus two to AC. Make a perception check for control F. Yeah, haste is nuts. That's dude. crazy. You know you had haste the last time we recorded, right? Like the, your background story thing? You said oh, yeah. Persistent haste. Yeah, we were hasted that entire time. I didn't even know. <laughs> That's out by now, right? Yeah, it definitely <laughs> yeah. has. Oh, yeah. Brock's like, oh, yeah, my gr my uh, uncle gave me this coffee. No, not really do not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That would be pulling too much out of my rear. It's like we have all this prep work and we just forget about it all. All right. So before you do that, I just want to say real quick for the sake of fun, haste has a cat, uh, a maximum time of one minute. I will start that countdown when the match starts. OK, that way it's not like the, the genie prince gets up there and starts doing this speech. And then like two minutes later, the fight starts. No, that's that's dumb. Did you use a shaving of licorice root? <laughs> no, because I have an arcane focus. Uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. <Duh. laughs> this guy. What fucking noob. Duh. <laughs> I do someday want to play an actual like component spellcaster, just because I think it'd be fun to roleplay like what you do with all of the stuff to cast the spells. It is fun. Right. I have to admit. Yeah. But but until then, it. no. I have a staff that glows. It's fine. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Epi is going to go up to the two of you. He might have to like stand on his tippy hooves to put his hand on both of y'all's shoulders. All right. So I'm sure you've heard of the fact that these demons are pretty much out. They just really hate me. So I'm going to help you fuck them up as much as mo as physically possible. All right. Uh, which one did we do protection from evil and good on? That would be okay. me. So Epi takes one little bottle out of his... Uh, pocket pops it open and it does kind of a spark and i do protection from evil and good on uh arm bar cool does it proc wild magic now hang on it does not here's the real question i have a non-concentration spell that i probably should cast before that you can still cast that even if you're concentrating on a spell, right? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Okay. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter either way. Nah, but... we're good. Just remember, you gave Armbar Mage Armor. It's the same thing as him not having Mage Armor. I remember that last yeah, time. Yeah, I'm saving my Mage Armors. <laughs> then. What's your other spell? My other spell. I'm like, like, I'm gonna look at him and be like, all right, so. 
Paragon or Armbar? You tell me. Yeah. Which of you would like another pair of hands? Do we still? Is Minibar still like around? Yeah. Was he? Was he with us in the last round? Yeah. Uh, up to you, kid. All right. What would the extra hand do? <laughs> so Epi has a spell that lets him animate a shadow. He's trying to figure out whose shadow to animate, so you have an extra extra attack. Oh, in that yeah, I forgot about that. In that case, I just kind of drum up my echo and go, I'm 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 good on extra hands. Uh all right. Looks like your boy'll take it. We'll beat those jabronis to beating poop. Alright, so I haven't used this spell yet, so I'm not entirely sure how it feels for the person receiving it. Just hold still. And so he flips his book open, all the ink starts boiling, goes down into the, you know, the the middle of the book, and then he just takes a silver needle, pulls it through through the goo and out comes this like string and as he pulls it you kind of feel a tug on your feet he bites it it snaps and suddenly you are aware of your shadow your shadow looks at you so and sick. I look at you and I'm like alright your shadows and he looks at me and I look at him and he looks at me and he looks at me and I look at him okay get up there excellent not a tenor believe it or not <laughs> Oh, this guy actually looks good looking. Well, it is your shadow. Now you can give him commands. He can move on his own. He can mimic you. He can attack other people's shadows. And if they don't block, well, that shadow is your shadow. It hits as hard as you do. So uh, make sure to use the darkness to your advantage on that one, I should think. Can it rage with me? Can it? It has the stats of the shadow, so no. no. Oh, well. No. Also, I do want to remind Tyler above game, you have three uses of your alpacas left for the day, and you have three rounds of this tournament, so there's no reason not to summon them every round. Okay. okay. Fair enough. However, if they get destroyed, they're out. Yeah. What? So also, consider that. Oh, I did not know that part, because it wasn't an issue until, like, it was one summon per day until, like, last episode, so. Okay. Now, do I still have a uh, tin can? Or Tim can, since we finally established his name is Tim. I have one quick question about Tim Cam. Uh, am I able to cast uh, any spells through my familiar? Uh, touch spell. Excellent! So I'm going to take out precious Tim Can. I love him. And I'm just going to be like, alright, I'm going to send this little guy with you. Tim, Tim, look at me, look at me. I have to cast a touch spell. You're gonna be the one to do it. So hide someplace where you're not gonna get caught. I feel like this uh, this should have a voice. This feels like cheating to Brock. Well, that's or you could just tell them it's yours, you want it in a bit, eh, and then it's a magic. Armbar, how are you at lying? Oh, that's a good point. How good are you at lying? Armbar, look me in the eyes and tell me what color my hair is and don't tell me the truth. Uh, 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 green! Roll a deception check. <laughs> 16! You were destined to get 16 on that roll. Yeah. I was about to ask for, like, disadvantage because, like, obviously it's not green, but it doesn't matter. So. <laughs> the same. That would be against my perception, right? Or Insight. There Insight. we go. <laughs> Am I going to fool you that your hair is green? Your hair turned green at some point. Who knows? Wild magic so is real. So 14 plus 5 plus it's got a no! mark on it. I think that means I can bump it. Anyway, I, I can tell that my hair is not green. I'm like, solid, solid guess. You almost said, but I almost had you. It was pretty convincing. 
Rock claps up in the show and says, Remember when I told you not to help me win the bard off by cheating? We have just need to have faith the two of them can handle this without us cheating more than the rules say. I mean... Whatever I don't know makes me not know, I guess? Sure. I mean, there's technically not a rule that you can't have a familiar with you. Yeah, if I don't know, I can't lie. That's true. See, so there isn't a rule that you can't have a familiar with you, even if it's someone else's. I am giving it to you for this round. Tin can, don't blow this for us. All right, here you go. Come on, Timmy. Brock rubs his temples like he thinks this is a bad idea. Anyway, before they leave, I give each of them a bardic inspiration. Sure. I feel like Tim should have a voice. Tim does not speak. Tim is a can. <laughs> a literal tin can, just... I'm imagining he's got, like, the black line arms and legs and, like, glo- the glove hands. <laughs> just, like, googly eyes. <laughs> right. Yeah. He looks like Clippy, but if Clippy was a yes. tin can. <laughs> I dig it. All right, Tim can has a... Uh, what, what, uh, is it a D8 for your bardic rock? At the moment, yes. Okay. Give it time. <laughs> Give it about 20 minutes. <laughs> now, give it, like, the end of the story arc. Oh. <laughs> okay. Are we, uh, good to go? So, as you're about to walk off, you see a massive, familiar demon making his way towards the group. How familiar? Uh, Epi, you would recognize this as Pola. Oh. And we all recognize Moloch from when he menacingly appeared in the opening for the deep, for those guys, right? Because he like his vestige appeared behind them when we introduced everybody. Yes, and this is not a larger than life like. Well, he's got the same face. Like we're like, oh, it's the guy. Yeah, same face, but it's not like on the jumbotron, right? Like it's just the guy. Um, he's still a large, a large guy. Yeah, he is. He is a huge creature. Okay. And canonically, according to his appearance on Ages of Dam, he also has a very large slong. Well. Glad to know. Which I guess would technically be like <laughs> just above eye level for most of you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> damn! You see him with an entire contingent of devils following him. He walks over, flops down in front of all of you. Anybody want to wager a bet? Uh, hi, uh, you must be Malik, right? I've heard lots of great things. Brock song, nice to meet you. Hold on for a handshake. He shakes your hand. I'm gonna go over. Happy. Malik, how have you been? You, uh, you know this guy? Uh, let's just say an old deal went up in flames. I don't know if we've covered that before. It, it was in... It's been a while. <laughs> uh, Brock has been briefed on this. Baragon is not. Okay. We had this briefing while you guys were between matches last time. I ah, so. yes. So, Brock, I think you had an idea. I, I did. So, Malik, I hear you have some beef with my good friend Epi here, and I clap Epi on the back of the shoulder. Uh, I, so, what do you say we make, make a big wager on this if, uh... If your the beef is over after this match, uh, you will like will decide if uh, if we win, the beef is over. If you win, then I don't know what that means for you. Uh, but I'll I'll spice this up for you. We have, and I summon the deck of many things. The deck of many things. So whoever loses, wow, we, that's the deck of many things. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the deck of many things. The deck of many things. And and I know that Epi denied you the card you got last time from it. So let's do this. Whoever loses this match has to draw from the deck. If your side loses, you draw. If our side loses, Epi draws. Sure. Whoa. All right. And if we win? So just just so I understand the wager, if I win, I get to take Epi's soul. If you win, I let Epi go free, never again to bother any of Well. That sounds good to me, but I'll tell you what, I'll throw in one of my souls. Ha, ha, ha. No, not the one you can't easily move. I'll let you have a roll. Whoa. Roll would fit in great in your uh, particular 
end of things. Roll would fit in great in hell. Now what was this about betting my soul? Thought we were just betting a draw from the deck of many things. He says that's what it would take to end the beef with you, Epic. You, he wants your soul like, Armbar and Baragon, do you think they have this handle? Yes. Do you trust me? Uh... Listen, Epi, I've never lost a fight. I got your back. You ain't nothing to worry about. And I mean nothing. Because nothing means nothing. Got it? Alright, tell you what. Epi, if you're nervous... Alright, well, how about this? I will bet both of my souls that aren't the third one that no one can remove in place of Epi's. You have Brock and Roll. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. You didn't get yourself into this mess. Or bet and Roll and mine. I... Arvar, Baragon, so help me. You better not lose this. I trust you. Don't die. You got nothing to worry about, kid. Uh, I have lots of things to worry about, but you know what? Let's just do this. If we lose, you get my soul and rolls. If we win, you leave, and we don't have to bother with you again. Deal? And I'll hold out my hand. Olak takes Epi's hand and shakes it. And poof, one of those little whiffets shows up. Right! They have a bet. They start scribbling out in a big old book. Okay, good luck, both of you. Hey, little sprite thing, don't forget the part about the deck of many things. That was part of the agreement, too. Cool. Scribble some more. All right, good luck. Uh, Steph, do you want to cast Jump on Armbar so he has it? Armbar or Baragon? I do have the the ring of jumping. All right, I'm going to look at Armbar. So one of them flies. Do you want to fly, too? Sort of. You're talking to me, right? Yeah. You know me, I got a lot of experience. Light. All right. Eppy pulls a, the little grasshopper leg out of it, plays a little tune on it, and you have the effect of the jump spell. Roll wild magic, Kenny. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, dear. Let's see it. We got the big guns today. I got a D100 dice. This would be the perfect situation for Bigby's giant foot. 46. How do you add that to the chat? Oh. What, jump? Jump. Yeah. You can jump really high. Well, so your jump distance is tripled. Oh. How do we calculate jump distance again in this? Uh, so if you have oh, a wow. running start, um, your jump distance is your strength score. Triple that. Okay, okay. You can jump really far and really high. That's the short answer. So you use your movement speed, and then you can jump for triple of it? Basically. So if you run 10 feet, and then you jump, let's say your strength score is 20, normally you could jump 20 feet. You can jump 60 feet now. Wow. Yeah, and that's just regular movement, right? Like, you just jump. Is that, is that vertical, or is that like a long jump? Uh long jump Verti- or either vertical way. like you can jump your strength bonus feet directly up and that is also okay. tripled so if you have 20 you could normally jump five feet vertically now you can jump 15 feet vertically insane hey. yeah arm bars wearing moon shoes got it anyway what does that 46 get epi uh 10 temporary hit points awesome nice. i'm feeling enthused after this i look <laughs> at Moloch. oh they're gonna kick your ass it's been a pleasure doing business with you uh, he just makes his way back to the stands and says nothing else. And then before the match starts, Brock does want to bet 10,000 gold on the uh, match. Obviously betting on Baragon and, and uh, Ardbar to win. I am so glad that you gave me that jump now, after le- reading my notes again. <laughs> it's a fun one. Yeah, you can do all sorts of bonkers shit with the jumps, though. You said 10,000 gold? Uh, yep. I'm trying to think, who would who would take that? A lot of gold. It is a lot of gold. Brock Rich. No one from the Material Planes ever won this tournament, so I'm betting on the underdog. Yeah, there is a pit fiend comes up, take your bet. Awesome. So a massive, powerful demon comes and takes this bet. 
just to place it. Yeah, just money. It's, I don't, there's not like a soul involved, right? Nope, just money. Brock offers the giant pit fiend a handshake. It takes your hand. It is a very, very warm handshake. <laughs> Brock winks. Hmm. All right, so with all of that taken care of, Armbar and Doubletail, you make your way back to your platform. The Genie Prince introduces the demon servants of Moloch and the underdog fighters from the Bardrock Cafe. Representatives of Waterdeep, representatives of Hell. You all are transported to the combat arena. Looking around, it is insufferably hot where you are. Oh, we don't get the dinner off from the Deck of Many Rings? Yes, the Deck of Many Rings. You find yourselves trapped in what looks to be an adamantium cage, suspended above a pool of lava. Oh, fuck yeah, it's a cage match. Yeah! Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's go! Brock plays the most metal song he's ever played on his loot for this match. Uh, on the far end of the arena from you, you see two demons. One made up of mostly just chains that are animated and writhing around. The other, humanoid with a long beard that moves on its own. Oh, don't like that. <laughs> they look like losers. <laughs> The cage itself is about a 60-foot by 60-foot cage. The edges are made of pure adamantium. There are spikes on the edges. There are, about every 20 feet up, platforms. So you can, if you have a way to, get up on top of a platform and use elevation as part of your strategy. There are not spikes everywhere along the edge. There are places where you can climb on the side of the cage. And, like, just below the cage, there is a pool of lava. So, your feet are hot, right? Because you feel just above the lava where, like, this cage drops at all. You'll be in the lava. So, I need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> Including the, the uh, three of us in the audience? No. Like, okay. I, like we talked about before. Yeah, I was like, you said everyone. I was just double-checking. Hey, Gavolt. That's not a good start for you, boy. I am definitely not ready for this either. I got a, I got a six. I got an eight. Should I roll for ten can? Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> go ahead and roll for ten can. Sure. All right, we're just so. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god, gosh. that's when you get a natural twenty. Tin can is ready. Tin can craves violence. <laughs> tin can procs wild magic. Yes. Yeah. Seventy-eight and ninety-one. For Tim Can. <laughs> is there a familiar wild magic table? There is not, but there is a wizard wild magic table. Which one would you like? Uh, uh, are, are they about the same, or what are we looking at here? I mean, they're both just kind of random, like, uh, tell me which number. 91, 91, I, my, I have been swayed. You cast Sending on a creature that you are familiar with. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> not again. <laughs> You keep landing on sending. I feel like we should know that one by now. I feel like you should, but you keep landing on it. So that would be from Epi to someone, right? Yes, you have 25 words. All right, I'm sending to Baragon. Oh. I can cast Thaumaturgy to make it look like you're the one casting spells through Tin Can. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. That's the whole message? Okay. Uh, the spell does go through. Okay. Boom. I was like, they're on a different plane. Does it... Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like a 5% that it doesn't, right? Yeah, yeah. I checked. Does Dang not it. Does Baragon get to respond? Is that how that works? Yes, Baragon. Would you like to respond? You sending 25 words away. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> 25 times. It fails. Cool, 25 <laughs> times. 
It fails. <laughs> no. It does not. You're lying. No. Oh, yeah. I want to say, no. on, on me rolling the check, Emmy rolled a two to dodge the 5%. You rolled a one. Let's go. So it does not go that means you're That means you're rolling bad. Let's go. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? All right. So we have... So I guess Tim Can is up first, which is really just Epi doing shenanigans. What do you do? Uh, let's see. I think think I'm gonna have Tim Can cast Thaumaturgy. And the, the does Baragon is Baragon's flame sword out? I would assume so. It's gonna have like a. Like the flames look bigger. It, the flames are gonna be bigger and kind of sparkle into the same color as Tim Can as he sort of crawls out of the flames and starts flying around you, just like, and then latches onto your shoulder. So it's just like, oh, okay, you you summoned Tim Can. Neat. All right. So for my own reference, inside the arena we have is Minibar in there with you? Yes. Okay, so we have Tim Can, Minibar. Have I think it was Baragon Shadow that you no you, you no didn't. it's Armor Shadow. I haven't Shadow. summoned yet. Shadow Bar. Armor Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Shadow Bar is also there. We have the two fighters. Okay. Uh, after Tim Can does their thing, uh, you watch as a portal opens and you see Moloch getting to use one of his audience favors. This is also a time where y'all can use one of yours if you'd like to. You know, sure. Rock is going to cash one in and cast Bane on both of Moloch's demons. I did not proc wild magic as a sorcerer. Uh, you did not for me either. Uh, let's see. Bane is, what, a save against... Yep. Let me double check my... First of all, my save DC is 16, and Bane is a... I think the Charisma save. Okay. Chain Devil passes. The Bearded Devil failed. And then did I proc wild magic? Uh, you do not. Darn. Um, and then... I need arm bar, double tail, and mini bar to also save against Bane. Can I counterspell it through Tim Can? It's a reaction. It's not a touch spell. Can it be counterspell because someone's casting a spell and from the audience? Yeah, through Tim Can. Moloch is technically no, Moloch's technically in the audience. I'm gonna say no, unless you want me to use it against you. That's fair. So what save is this? Charisma save. Charisma. You do have Bardic Inspiration. Okay. Don't need it. I got a nat 20. Holy shit, y'all. Wow. Dang! And they just wiped that off. <laughs> yeah, so somehow, uh, arm bar and double tail both pass. How does mini bar do? 20. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Did Baragon uh, proc wild magic or no? Yeah, no, we're, we're getting there. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> okay, so literally none of you are affected by Bane. <laughs> What'd you get? Alright, uh, 50 and 61. We're gonna win. For, on number 50, for the next minute, you gain one additional attack per attack action. What? <gasps> Semi-haste. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> what number was that? When I read that yeah, was 50. 50. That, is, <laughs> that is 50 on the fighter team. <laughs> okay, so... That went very poorly for Moloch and his goo. Uh, <laughs> so the only thing right now with Bane is the bearded devil. Noted. Just remind me if I hit, like, ask if I took Bane because... Yeah, the uh, be- the bearded devil has been, right? Alright, the bearded devil is up. It charges forward. It is going to... It's going to get about halfway up. It's going to stop and take the dodge action. It's waiting on y'all to come to him. The, the bearded devil? Yeah, the one with the beard. Okay. Okay, uh, next up we have Double Tail. Oh boy. Alright, well, 
Um, I'll go after, I guess, the bearded devil if he's running towards us. First, first attack with disadvantage, I assume, since he's taking dodge. Yes. Okay, well, that's a nat one. All right. So. So who needs that? Who needs that coin anyway? <laughs> so let's do the wild magic roll real quick. So okay. Disadvantage. Wow. Uh, okay. Nine and eighty. <laughs> okay. Well, one of those is good. So we're not taking that one. So we're taking the random as hell one, which is your finger and toenails are polished and shine. They already were, baby. <laughs> Alright, carry on. Next attack. Okay, next attack. It's around the same number. I got a 19. Ah, uh, that at disadvantage? Yeah, I rolled an 11 and a 12. Yeah, that hits. I'm gonna have a plus 8, so a 2d6... And then, I'm assuming since, above game, since they're devils, they're immune to fire. Yeah, I'm going to say, let me so save, you. Even bother let me save me some time, they are immune to fire. Alright, well, that is 14 damage, slashing. And then I get a third attack now, yeah? Yes, sorry, I was doing math in my head. All good. Well, that is a 17. Does hit. You both have that protection from you, doing good. 12 damage. Oh, yeah, we do have that. What does that do for us? Uh, they have disadvantage on attacks against you. It's like you get a free dodge action. Yeah, pretty much. Also, if they try charming, frightening, or possessing you, it doesn't work. Yep. Wow. I'm also going to bonus action manifest echo, and I think that's going to do it for me. Okay. Uh, Armbar, you're up. All right. So, Minibar and I are going to charge forward, and just about before we get to Baragon and the Bearded Demon, we're going to jump. Uh, over them. Oh, nice. And we're going to hopefully be above the uh, chain demon. And if I can be above the chain demon, I would like to do an attack from the air on the chain demon. You absolutely can. We're using a signature move, the armbar elbow drop. (laughs) Let's go. Ooh, yeah! I don't know, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> your signature move. All I have down on my notes is armbar elbow drop plus performance. <laughs> <laughs> Do I roll like a 20 or something? So if you're doing the elbow drop, that's... Yeah, roll a d20 and add your performance bonus. All right. You basically roll performance. Can I do that recklessly? Yeah, well. All right, 11 and then plus performance. Well, so your performance bonus is 4. Oh, just that. Okay, so it's 15. Yeah. You do have a Bardic Inspiration if you don't think that's enough. Uh, I think I should burn it. Yep, that's a D8. One. (laughs) (laughs) You hate to see it. 16 is just enough. Yeah! (laughs) Alright, and uh, I guess, did we talk about how we're doing damage to that? Oh, it's finishing move damage, armbar elbow drop plus performance. I guess that would be for tag. It's performance. I guess what's a fair... I'm trying to remember, like, that was a finishing move. Yeah. You, you opened just... with your finishing move. Yeah, but also fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll a d12 and a d4 for damage. Okay. 12 and a 3. Nice. Okay. So you just armbar drop 15 damage onto this guy. Nice. And then as uh, armbar elbow drops, he's going to roll out of the way. Minibar's going to come down with his club for 21. Yeah, that hits. So 9 bludgeoning, right? Yeah, just 9. And then the what are we gonna what do we call the shadow bar? Shadow, shadow bar. Shadow bar. He's gonna come down. Does he just have a great axe then? A regular one? So the shadow is just the shadow creature from the monster man. Oh. So it has like a singular attack. Do you wanna do you wanna attack for me then, or do you want me to do it? I got you. Hang on. 
This is kind of a weird turn. Yeah, plus four to hit on a five is not gonna hit. So then, during that time, Armbar is gonna be back on his feet and he's gonna rage, which is gonna proc his wild magic. Yep. The six. Until your rage ends, you're surrounded by a multicolored protective light. You gain plus one bonus to AC, and while within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. So many Vargas plus one to AC too, cool. That's sweet. <laughs> and then he's gonna make an attack with the great axe. And that's a 20. Yeah, that hits. A lot of damage. It's like 10 damage. 10 damage? That's all right. I gotta remember, I'm only level 6. And then, so that was 2 attacks out of 3? Because I got, because I'm hasted. Uh, 16 was just enough to hit last time, right? Yes, 16 just hits. So another 2. Man, those rolls are really bad. <laughs> so that was your 2 attacks, your haste attack. Mini bars attack. Oh, mini bar is another one? Okay. Shadow bars attack. No, mini bar doesn't have another one. Mini bar did it. Oh. No, we're just naming off all the attacks your turn gets. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and a shadow. <laughs> can I do another attack? <laughs> How many attacks can I Armor's like, I use action surge. <laughs> right. Um, man, do I have any other things that we talked about? I don't think so. I think you've used all your natural action economy stuff. Uh, yeah. Real what? quick question. Uh, but for, between haste and your protective aura, what is Armbar's AC now? 18. Oh, wait, no. Uh, 20. Nice. Nice. Oh, you also have your shadow. It does whatever you tell it to. He did the oh, shadow. I missed. I tried to attack with it. Yeah, the most important thing to do with it. Yeah. We all kind of zoomed in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's it for my turn then. Okay, so uh, that bring, bringing up the rear is the Chain Devil with a whopping four initiative order. The Chain Devil pulls back the chains around and so that they're kind of hovering further away from his body, and you see he is unfastening a necklace with nine red orbs on it. He slides five of them off, chucks them onto the ground directly in front of him. I need armbar, minibar, and the shadow to make a dexterity saving throw. Armbar, you have advantage. Wow, nat 20. Okay, you're, yeah. 15 for minibar, maybe, and then 11 for the shadow, shadow bar. So, the shadow failed. Armbar and minibar, you're going to take half of whatever this damage is. Wow. Yeah. Like I said, shadow's gone. Uh, Armbar, you have no shadow at this point. No! My shadow's dead. Yeah. Not just dead, it's absent. You have no shadow. Do I round up or down? Down. So this will be 20 damage to you and Minibar. Okay. And I need that wild magic roll, that nat 20. 66 and a 6. Oh, cool. Uh, for the next minute, your reckless attacks deal 1d8 additional thunder damage. <laughs> nice. Considering you get three attacks per turn naturally, that's pretty good. Right. Okay. So, uh, that is the Chain Devil's turn. Uh, actually, quick question. No, Tim Cam was on... Baragon's shoulder. Uh, Barry. So, dodged that one. Uh, rolling back around to the next round. Tim Cam. Okay, and I can cast any of my spells through Tim Cam, right? Touch spells. Touch spells. With a range of touch. Okay. All right, we're looking for, for touch spells. So, you are in melee range of the Bearded Devil, though. True. Also correct. Then I think Tim Can's gonna use its lovely little ability to fly over and, uh... It moves by kicking itself. <laughs> it <laughs> through the air. Shock and grasp him in the face. <laughs> okay, so protection from evil and good is concentration. Bestow curse is also concentration. So Does chill touch count? Even though it's technically a spectacle hand. That is a ranged attack. Alright, we're going over to the bearded guy, and we're gonna zap him real good. Uh, yeah. Does a 23 zap him? It does. 
cool. Uh, actually, I believe it's an 18. He took the dodge action. Oh, yeah. At disadvantage, 18 does still hit. Yeah. Oh, and he cannot take reactions until the start of their next turn. So he got tape. True. Okay. And it's a cantrip. I don't have to roll wild magic for those, right? Nope. You do not. Okay, we're good. All right. On initiative count 20, it is time for audience favors. Do you guys want to do anything? Uh, Brock wants to, when Armbar did his elbow drop, just, like, try and ramp up the crowd. Like, yeah! And I, like, like I'm really trying to sell to the crowd the root into, like, chanting for Armbar and Baragon. Okay. Roll performance. That is 17 plus big number. My biggest number. 17 plus 11 for 28. Yeah, so the crowd is now seeing that Armbar and Doubletail are actually doing pretty well. Armbar did that fantastic drop and then just tanked through a massive fireball. Doubletail, I mean, Doubletail's just into the thick of it with this bearded devil. Moloch is also going to cash in an audience favor. Did that count as one of our, like, four? Uh, no, it did not because okay. there's not affecting the, the combat. It's okay, just for my record. getting the audience to. Yeah. I'm trying to, I was hoping to earn us additional audience favors for the future, but I'll settle for the audience being on your side and buying more merch, I guess. Yeah. Brock's gonna make a killing. Dude's already rich. Good lord. Yeah, I'm guessing nobody's taking any more 10,000 gold bets in this round. Kenny's <laughs> <laughs> like, there's one guy in the audience dumb enough to make this bet. <laughs> Moloch is casting a spell. I need Baragon, Armbar, Minibar, and Tin Can to all make Counterspell? We ran, we have to use an audience favorite counterspell. Do you want to use an audience favorite counterspell, Moloch? I thought I could do it through Tin Can, because it was attacking Tin No, it can. has to be touch. Tin Can has to do touch spell. Okay. Counterspell has 30 foot range. Okay. Can we use audience favorite counterspell if we want? You can. Do we want to counterspell him? I feel like we should. Okay. I'm going to signal Brock. <laughs> Then. Brock raises both of his hands up in the rock on sign, and, and like we're using our audience favor for Epi to cast counter spell. Okay, so you counter the spell. Nothing happens. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Moloch the middle finger. Uh, Moloch is glowering as you have prevented his slow spell from going through. <laughs> so uh, mark off that audience favor. Are we down to two, or do we still have three? We're, we're down, down to two. Down to two. Okay. Our bearded devil is going to attack Tidgate. No, he's not. Poor Tin Can doesn't have protection from evil and good. Does not. Uh, what is Tin Can's armor class? He's, he's an homunculus, right? Yeah, it's a homunculus. So let me look that up. I'm guessing the answer for both that and HP is not high. Armor class is 13. So the first attack hits. Does it a bane? Uh-huh. Keep you alive, little guy. The first attack misses. Yeah! <laughs> Tin Can just... Yes, and the crowd goes wild! <laughs> Bearded Devil's beard actually misses Tin then swings its glaive, trying to take out this little shit. <laughs> uh, no Bane is going to make a difference. That's a hit. Uh, damage on this one is... It, the two are higher and he's gone. Tin Can is slashed out of existence. No! Like... Brock plays a funeral march. Boo! Dick move. Says the one using Tin Can to attack outside the arena. He was just a Tin. Tin Can didn't even get to do anything. <laughs> Tin Can got to cast Thaumaturgy and Shocking Grasp on the Bearded Dead. Tin Can didn't get to do anything <laughs> fun or important. Ten damage is important. Yeah, that's six. That's and he actually. made it to where the other guy couldn't do any reaction uh, things until his next turn. Oh yeah, Shocking Grasp. I totally like. I was busy fixing my headphones and no, I missed you're good, part of you're that. Good. Never mind. Your sacrifice won't be in vain, Tin Can. Yeah. But that's it for the bearded devil. Uh, Tin Can is gone. It's okay. So that brings us. 
down to Double Tail. You're up. Oh, I'm I'm angry about my boy Tim Can. We only knew each other for 20 seconds, but it was. <laughs> oh. No, you spent a month training with Tim Can. Was Tim Can yeah. there? Yeah, because Effie was there. Oh, Don't true. you remember the montages? I love Tim Can like a brother. <laughs> Tim Can was like sitting on your back when you're doing push-ups. Uh, um, all right, first attack. It's a uh, twenty-four. Yeah, that definitely is. I'm just gonna start rolling attacks and do damage at the end. Uh, second attack, thirteen plus eight, twenty-one. That that hits. Third attack. Three, sixteen. Sixteen does it. Sweet. Uh, I'm gonna action surge because I have a bunch of those. Yay. Um, so, point of order, I do have those two extras. Are you going to make me use those first? No, 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 you choose, you tell me when you're using one of the, the banked ones. Okay, I'm going to save those. First action surge attack is, ooh, nat 19. Oh, I'm not a champion anymore, I don't crit on that. And then, uh, not nat 19 for the second one. Third one, a 9 plus 8, 17. That's it, so that's 6... Six hits. Thank God these guys have low AC because I was worried about a couple of them. You have one Bardic Inspiration lying around still. Okay, so that's six successful attacks. Just give me all the non-fire damage. Okay, I'm not even rolling for those. Uh, I'm just going to roll this on D&D Beyond because that's 12 D6 plus 30. Oh, it's it, it made my D&D Beyond lag. <laughs> so many digital dice. Uh, so 42 plus 30, 72 damage. Okay. Wow. So, this bearded devil had a lot of buffs going into this fight. A lot of, like, temporary and added hit points. You just chewed through all of them. Bearded devil, after your just barrage of attacks, is gone. Wow. Gone. Takes all six of them, but it's yeah. gone. You chopped his beard off. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It was just weakness. I put it on. <laughs> uh, sweet. I go and avenge Tim Can. For Tim Can! Tim Can has been avenged. I think I'm evil now. Uh, I guess my Echo can move over to help Armbar with the Chain Devil. Yeah. Does he also get the extra attack from that Wild Magic Surge? Well, how does your Shadow work? Able to do its own attack right now? Yeah. Uh, as a bonus action, the Echo can make an additional attack. That's one of the extra bonuses that we got from training. So the way this is reading, no, so it just is the one attack. Okay. Do, 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 do. 18 plus 8, 26. Yeah, it definitely does. 11 damage. Okay. Thanks. The damage! Shoutouts to Action Search and having three attacks. Right. Wild Magic is working really well for y'all. Okay. So that brings us to Armbar. I'm gonna do an attack! Alright, let's see it. Oh, recklessly too, by the way. 19 to hit, and so that's 13 damage. Plus another D8 for Thunder. Do you crit on 19s? Not no. yet. Okay. Uh, 4 damage. So that's 19 total. No, that's 13 plus 4 is 17. I can do that. Yeah, so 17 total. He takes it. All right. And then we're going to do second attack. 27. Wow. Yeah, that hits. 10 damage. Okay, so 12. You have a haste attack still, you don't forget. Yeah, I know. How is he faring? Looking all right. All right, fair enough. I'll do another great axe attack. Uh, 23. Yeah, I was about to be like, oh, but yeah, 23 hits. Uh, 15, and then another D8. 6 damage. 21. One. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Bar of minis is gonna swing. Uh, he only got fourteen. Alright. You have once per match inspiration. That is true. Is it? You have once per match inspiration, you can roll again. Well, so so it would give you advantage, which would make that a hit, if you'd like to use it. Yeah, sure, why not? So that means mini bar does nine bludgeoning. 
the chain devil, seeing that it is now just him. I point at him menacingly. Start drooling at him menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> the chain devil is going to animate chains. So you see four chains rise up around the devil. Each chain is an object with armor class 20, 20 hit points, resistance to piercing, and immunity to psychic and thunder. I'm just going to post it. Uh, whenever the devil uses multi-attack on its turn, each chain also gets to make an attack. Do the chains count as him for the sake of protection from evil and good? Technically, no. They are just objects. Okay. Yeah, each, each animated chain is an object, so it's not a devil. That is going to be... Yeah, no, that's its action, so that's its turn. Oh, what a loser. Yeah, we need to... Uh, maybe it's time to wrap this one up pretty quick. Yeah! plan was for that to happen while the bearded devil slowed you guys down, but, you know, there was a jump spell involved. Chain devil is there. There are four chains. You can attack the chains, too, if you would like. Because destroying a chain just reverts it back to its... it's just an object, right? Alright. So that brings us back. Uh, at initiative count 20, audience favors. Tin Cane is no longer in the initiative. Ooh. Are you guys doing anything? Two audience favors. I'm not doing anything with the audience favors. Okay. I'm just going to keep hawking merchant food. Epi is watching this match with rapt attention and definitely cheering for Farragon and Armbar. Rock hands Epi a meatball sub. You guys watch. What's Nadir doing? Yeah, what's Nadir doing? Mm -hmm. Nadir is... <laughs> Nadir is poisoned and he is spending all of his time in the bathroom dealing with that. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I forgot he was poisoned. <laughs> oh. I have a lift curse. <laughs> We gotta help him. I, I think it's just like I think a you need, cure you need like lesser restoration. Like a... It's fine. If they win, it goes away. Maybe. Did you make that bet? Yeah, I totally made that bet. I just don't know what I'm getting in return. Gotcha. I, oh, no. I do have a a uh, little cure curse thing. Let's retroactively like address that, right? <laughs> okay. So when you made that that bet, an imp shows up and agrees to take the curse. And if you lose, you take the curse of the imps choosing. Uh, counter offer. He takes the curse that I have, and I take the curse that he has. Well, so the imp is like, I don't have a curse. I'm not the one that's cursed. I am a representative of a third party. Oh, interesting. Just what, whatever. Like if it, if it, if it gets this out of me, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. There's like I've lived a long life. It's fine. Sure. Okay. So you take the bet. The the little fire method pops up and like scribbles in his book. All right. Good luck to both of you. Ha ha. <laughs> All right. That done. Jump back to present. Uh, watch as Moloch casts a spell into the arena. I prefer if you did. <laughs> Do we need to cash in another favor for me to counter spell? I got one left. I don't, we still have like we still have like two or three rounds of this tournament yet, and we've burned through half of our audience favors on this one fight. All right. I want to try something else. Can I see Moloch? Can. I cast Enthrall on Moloch from across the arena. Okay. What is that now? How does that work? Alright, so he can only focus on me. He loses attention to, like, what save, he's doing. It's a save, right? Like, that's not just it, an auto It game. is, and I'm going... Yeah, I'm just like, you asked how does it work. <laughs> you didn't specify what part of it you're asking about. Yeah, yeah. Alright, and I'm also going to burn a Bardic Inspiration to lower his save by a D8. So, he... Minus 8 to whatever he rolled. Whoa! And it is... Enthrall is a... Wisdom save, actually. Said wisdom save? Yep. What's your DC? Uh, my DC is 16, and Moloch has a minus 8. Minus 8? Like, max? Yeah, I rolled an 8 on the die. Okay, I am going to legit just roll it in roll 20 so you can see. 
He's a CR 21. I don't know what my chances are, but it was the best chance of not using another counter spell. I was going to say, there's also the very real possibility that he just has a legendary resistance. Ah, uh, does. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. Moloch has magic resistance as well, so he has advantage on wisdom save. So a 19 plus 11 is a 30. Jeez! He is not enthralled. All right, do I trigger wild magic? That's a good question. You do. He's enthralled anyway. Crazy wild magic. <laughs> 57. Okay, uh, move up to your speed and whisper in a creature of your choice's ear. I, I move over to a deer and I pat him on the back and go, it'll be okay. <laughs> you fixed the deer? Yep. <laughs> the deer's in the bathroom. I, I had, I'm already next to Epi. I can't move over to Epi. I mean, you can still choose Epi if you want, Fine. but you chose the deer. You chose the deer. I want to read you the text of this, all right? Okay. All right. Okay. Move up to your speed and whisper in a creature's ear. That creature is poisoned until the <laughs> end of your next turn. <laughs> the next oh, oh my gosh. How fucking dare you? He's <laughs> <laughs> poisoned twice. Does that stack? It does not. It does not, but Nadir. Nadir just dies. <laughs> you have... You have the worst case of the twirls you've ever had. <laughs> oh, no. I got the loosey gooseys. Yep. Uh. All right, I tried, and, and Just... the deer is incapacitated. Epi, it's up to you. Do you have anything to stop Molly? It's not using crowd favor. Yeah, the deer is completely just fucked, right? <laughs> like, all, you could have chosen anybody, right? You didn't know that was going to happen. You chose Nadir. I was like, he's gonna go choose Moloch, right? He's gonna move over there. No, Nadir. Moloch's in the audience. I'm like, I don't have 30 feet of movement. I forgot Nadir was in the bathroom. Well, I <laughs> made the bet with you guys. Yeah, but he's then he walked I into the audience. Nearby. I don't know. Wait, is Moloch within 30 feet? I know what's gonna happen. I can't change my mind. Also, Moloch is immune to poison. Well, true. Oh yeah. But I, I... is uh, if Moloch is close enough for me to cast enthrall. If you're planning on doing something to fuck with him, you're probably in range. Because uh, Counterspell has a range of 60 feet. I'm aware. Would you like to try it? Yep. Roll a d20. Roll a d20. Alright. You know what? Ultra dice. You're... <laughs> Energy That's freaking 20. What? Let's go! That's 20. To Counterspell. <laughs> That's the Balmer Blessing, baby. Alright, let's do the wild magic. Okay, big 100 dice. Roll the golf ball. First one's 88. <laughs> Second one is three. Just get whomped. She's angry. Oh. Moloch's mad. <laughs> These are both bad. Which one would you like? You oh. know what? I've never seen three before. Okay. You are now vulnerable to fire damage for the rest of the day. How does that... Oh, unfortunate. I... So does that just mean that Epi's normal vulnerable to fire damage? Yeah, I'm a tiefling. Because he resists? Uh, I would say this replaces your resistance oh, okay. with vulnerability. Because yeah. it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> Epi goes from slightly comfortable in the the very very hot heat of this place to like oh yeah we're in the plane of fire like he's actually hot for the first time in his life and just oh my god and he like he takes off his cloak for the first time possibly ever you guys can now see his fluffy little sheep tail oh Brock, Brock can see that he's warm and offers him a glass of water all right so question. <laughs> Counterspell, how many third levels do you have? Uh, none now. I'm doing mental math, let me check. I think. That or I clicked it, and it... No, no, you have three slots at third level, so you cast the shadow one and two counterspells, so you're done. No more, that's it. Yeah, unless we take a rest, and I get one of those back. 
like next in between these i'm short resting you guys we're good no more third levels for me i'm just messing with moloch at this point i once again flip him off both fingers this time you successfully counterspell his ninth level slow the last time someone told him that you know how it went yeah <laughs> so his desire to have your soul in particular has not decreased it <laughs> moving past the audience favorite portion the bearded devil is not in it anymore so that leaves double tail yeah oh wait no that's our birthday sorry <laughs> We are friends. You can do whatever you want. True. I can do what I want. Thank you. You shouldn't have given me this power. Okay. What can I? What can I do? Well, so there is a chain devil and four chains. Each chain is its own creature that is attached to the devil. Oh, the chains don't resist fire. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that is true. Actually, they do not. Heat metal. <laughs> But you, you said they have, like, an AC of 20 or yeah, something, Yeah, AC right? 20, 20 hit points per chain. It's going to be much easier for me to still hit this chain devil, because I was hitting on, like, rolling eights and stuff. That's true. I can deal without a little fire damage for one round. You got four attacks between you and your thing. You're fine. True. Also true. Actually, I think I have... Because the Echo makes an attack with a bonus action, and... Okay, hang on. I got to look that up again, because I think we had a... a a question about this last time. Uh, da, 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 da. Where does it say about attack? When you take the... Oh, okay. Alright, never mind. We're good. Okay. First two attacks. That is two thirteens. Oh, you have Bardic Inspiration still. And regular Inspiration. Oh, I will... Yeah, I will burn a Bardic. Turn one of the thirteens into a twenty-one. Okay, alright. That hits. And then I will use uh, my once per combat... Inspiration to re-roll another one. Well, I got a 9 plus 8. 17. That does it. Sweet. Third attack. Natural 16 plus 8, 24. And then bonus action, echo attack. That's a, a, another 5. So. Wait, don't, what's your trickster's thing do? Trickster's blessing? Oh, you can rewind by one combat round, but I don't think that'll let you redo your bonus yeah. action. I, I, think we're, I think we're good without that one this time. We're kind of kicking ass. So that, okay, that last so, attack is the bonus action. Yeah. So three total. Five, eleven, thirty damage on the chain devil. Uh, he's looking rough. He's looking like you've done some damage to him now. I've set him up. You knock him down, armbar. Let's go! That's, uh, that's my turn. Like, are you using action surge? Mm-mm, no. I got, I got my one for the round. It did its job. It dealt with the bearded. All right, Armbar, you're up. All right. All amped up. Armbar is going in for a big old heavy swing. Recklessly. 22. Yeah, that hits. Roll your D8. Eight. Nice. That's 20 damage. Nice. And he's going to come around and whack him again recklessly. 28. Wow. So, 17 nine, slashing damage. Yeah. Nice. 17 slashing. That's 19. D8. Four. And then I'm going to try for... Uh, I'm going to try to... I'm going to ask if I can do this. If I can use the jump command while grappling him, if I can use the rolling thunder finishing move to try and knock him dead. Absolutely. So go ahead and make an athletics check to try and grapple the chain demon. You're looking to beat a 24. Jesus. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh... Does he still have Bane? 
Coin of Absolutes, Tyler. He rolled a crit, though. Like I... Yeah, well, coin, coin of Absolutes will give you a crit if you get a heads. That's true. Coin of Absolutes. Oh, perfect timing. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. Coin of Absolute. So are you using it? Yeah. Okay, well, once per day, so that's for the rest of the round. So that's it. Okay, how so, do I... Uh, is there a way to roll a D2 and roll I'll 20? tell you what. Evens or odds? Or shit, evens or odds? Let's go with even. So if it's even, you get a nat 20. If it's odd, you get a nat 1. Either way, we're getting some wild magic. Nat 20! It's even! Yeah! Oh! Woo! Alright, so let's resolve that real quick. So you have a nat 20. You beat his 24 with a 27. Oh, this looks badass. Let's go! <laughs> Ooh, yeah! Thank you, Agents of Damned. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> Coming in clutch. Agents of Damned item. Alright, 2d100, please. A 100 and a 21. Ooh. Oh, 100! This guy's good! Not oh again! Oh my gosh! Please let, please let the 100 be a good one. If it's anything it like is. mine, it's gonna be crazy. Is. 100 is bonkers. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Have you guys gotten this before? No. Okay. Right. You just know what the table is. Well, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, also, 100, it's an exciting number. I'm excited! So, yeah, 100 for the next minute. Your damage bonus while raging is doubled. Yeah! Sorry, your, your damage is doubled while raging. My gosh. So this is about <laughs> to be a super crazy oh, this move. this is about to be badass. <laughs> okay, so Cow. you definitely have him grappled. You are going to do your thing. What are you doing? Going in for the rolling thunder. And that's like, uh, I'm going to jump up in the air with him, flip him around into a pile driver position, and spin really fast while we come back down and try to smash his head into the ground. It's like a gigantic spinning power bomb or pile driver. Roll performance just for flair. 19. <laughs> I'm sure Epi and Brock are just cheering. Epi is especially cheering his little head off. <laughs> Let's yep. go! Actually, Brock elbows Epi. Cast thaumaturgy on me. And I'm like, arm bar, arm I bar. cast thaumaturgy. Right. We're now very loud. <laughs> I'm also going to, like, work the crowd as I'm seeing this happen. Nice. So, I'm not going to make you roll damage, because I see what this guy's hit points are. Um, you kill him. Yeah! And you kill him in such a flashy way that you guys gain another audience favor. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! As the crowd loses their fucking minds. Let's go! Roll damage anyway for the fans, for us crunchy number boys. Sure, d12 and a d4. Let's All see. Right. And then double it. Did you get the d8 for the... Thunder damage still, too? I'll say yeah. Go ahead and roll the D8, too. It's the rolling thunder, man. Yeah. That's 15 That's times 2. 30 damage. Yep. Let's That's go. definitely enough. So, Chain Devil completely obliterated. All four chains just fall limply to the ground as they are no longer being animated. Crowd is going wild. Even the even the Genie Prince looks kind of impressed, right? <laughs> uh, the other contestants are all looking a little bit more seriously at the two of you as you just defeated fairly powerful Devil. And Moloch is just the shadows around him seem to get a little dark <laughs> like he is pissed there's nothing he can do right like the champion's lost <laughs> epi is just jumping up and down just losing his mind screaming like we did it we did it i don't have to give him my soul and just grabs brock kisses him on the cheek throws him back best idea you've ever had mm. oh my god um brock grabs his cheek and blushes <laughs> and Epi's just jumping up and down. I ship it. Armbar's gonna put out his fist out to Baragon like the fist bump. I grab and we just do a full predator handshake. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and Brock and... plays an outro for you guys. Yeah. 
Uh, as you guys are doing the Predator handshake, looking just epic as shit, uh, you guys are sucked back onto the platform. The Genie Prince announces that we have our winners! The Bard Rock Cafe champions, Roland Bar and Paragon Double Tail! And everybody's losing their mind. That was an epic fight. Uh, so Moloch makes his way over, the little fire method floating around his head. Alright, so, uh, per the, per the bet, I believe this means that you're free to go, according to you, Effie. Uh, you're no longer to be bothered by Moloch, and Moloch, you have to draw from the deck of anything. And Brock holds out the deck for him. Oh no. <laughs> what if he gets something good, though? Moloch gets a wish. He would. Oh, that would be actually so bad. He would get my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we do this, actually? Hang on. <laughs> there's only three cards left. I feel like there's gotta be a bad draw left. Alright, I'm gonna roll a d6, and a 1 and a 2, a 3 and a 4, and a 5 and a 6, right? I don't want him to win my soul. <laughs> I don't want him to win my soul. I still need this. <laughs> I'm still using this. <laughs> Alright, above game, Paul is hoping something funny happens. Moloch has drawn the Ruin card. Yeah! Oh, baby! <laughs> All forms of wealth that you carry or own. <laughs> Property vanishes. Brought his entire empire just crumbles to dust. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, any proof that you own something is destroyed. Land that you own is lost in a way that alters reality the least. Moloch's empire is gone. Moloch is no longer a demon lord. He still has all his power inherent to, like... He's a demon lord, but he no longer has followers, he no longer has supplicants, he no longer has money of any kind, he still has his whip, as that is magical. That's it. And Brock just lo watches that happen and says, pleasure doing business with you, and winks. Oh, he could still kill you. <laughs> Epi just, a little bit of a bow, nice seeing you as always, and I'm going to follow. Marlock takes his whip and makes to attack Brock, but is stopped magically by the genie prince, <laughs> says, we lost a bet. They are beyond your reach. <laughs> genie prince, I said the demon prince, the genie prince snaps his fingers and Moloch is rocketed from this plane. No longer. <laughs> uh, welcome on the plane of fire in the city of brass. Hey, uh, hey, what's it, what's the, what's this prince look like? Or, yeah, he's right there, right? Is he, is he cute? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, alright, you've seen those guys that, like, they're chubby, but they also have muscle. Oh. Right? Like, kind of a pot belly, but, like, it's not a pot belly. It's that the muscle... Power lifter. Power lifter physique. Yeah, like the guys that pick up those massive tires and flip them just for fun. Like, that kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Curly black hair, deep bronze skin, smoke instead of legs, just flying through the air. I'm gonna kind of grab on to... I'm just imagining a swankier version of Jafar from Aladdin. Except, like not skinny like Jafar, like... Bill. No, his genie form. <laughs> not even like that genie form. I'm trying to think. Think Uncle... I think Buff Iroh. Oh. Oh, okay. I got you. But with, like, little genie wisp for legs. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna kind of bow to him and just be like, I appreciate the intervention, sir. Been having a great time at your event. Gives you a nod. He is presenting, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's not taking time to talk to you. Yeah, you give, we both give a quick thank you. Uh, you guys have handily dealt with Moloch on a lot of levels. <laughs> um, you have removed one of the worst card options. I was waiting for Brock to draw that one because you keep fucking drawing cards. <laughs> I was like, drunk last time. <laughs> you, you, you were one bad draw away from, oh, you no longer have the Bard Rock Cafe. 
that's a wrap on the show, right. everybody. So, and I had I had plans for that eventuality, but like it was gonna make this a whole lot more complicated. This is more music. Anyway, there's literally everything that could have gone right in this like in this round just did. Absolutely, it really did. That's insane. Uh, We're gonna get so fucked up next round. Yeah. So you guys, you got an audience favor back because that was a really well done finish by Arm. You guys beat the demons with magical support from a demon prince. Well done. You want to resolve the other two bets within this episode, uh, Nadir's food poisoning and Brock's massive amount of money? Yeah, okay, so Brock, the pit fiend reappears, little fire method floating around its head, produces uh, a massive bag of iron coins. You know that their value is going to be around 10,000 gold. Brock has armbar load this thing, because I imagine it is heavy. It is heavy. I know what these are from another campaign. Just load them into the back of the food truck and lock the truck up tight. There's definitely not 10,000. They are just solid iron coins. I will say, if you touch one of them, it makes your hand kind of burn a little bit. Like a cold burn, not a heat burn. Does that make sense? Yep. It disappears. Not disappears. It goes back to the distance. It stays. Nadir. Yeah. The imp fire method of similar size right next to it. Okay, you win. Uh, well, I was trying to kind of do something here, but it didn't work out. So uh, we will take your poison, put it away for safekeeping. Uh. And you watch as he, a little fiery summoning circle appears on the ground between you and a tormented looking halfling, uh, chained up and restrained, appears. And the, and the no. imp points at you and you watch as this poison with a cockatrice bone emerges from your throat, goes towards this terrified-looking halfling, forces its way onto him, and now the halfling is poisoned instead. And the imp goes, okay, pleasure doing business with you. He snaps, and the halfling is gone. Oh my god. I'm, I was so tempted to fuck with that, but I'm not going to use that. <laughs> yep. I can cast protection from poison on the halfling. <laughs> uh, would you like to try? No, I do not want to get the ire of the prince for interfering with the bat. I just want to point out I considered it. I need I need to ask you a question to to Paul. Yep. The only way you could do that is if you just stayed in the bathroom with me after poisoning me again. <laughs> yeah, I like I would have to clear the distance to the bathroom in time. I don't think I could. I think we're just asking too much. And he couldn't have given you, you know, you know, the protection from it before when he whispered it to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he already had it, but doesn't the protection poison doesn't cure existing poison? Or I would have done that. It does suppress it, but yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to risk pissing off the the Jin Prince that we're trying to get the wish from. See, this is very sad, but I think Nadir has seen similar before, and yeah. You have, and actually, if you want to roll history, then, because you have not <laughs> done any rolls today. Do it. Dude. Sure, yeah. Tell us lore. Oh. Lore, lore, lore. 17. Lore. 17. Okay. That's, that's super. Wow. A two on the die. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. You just dodged a wild magic surge. Yeah. Uh, I'll say with a 17, you actually don't know what just happened. Oh. You failed the history check. I can't believe you have plus 15. So, uh, that resolves. You are no longer poisoned. With that, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. We'll pick up next time with what happens in between the next match other contestants and all of you so thanks everybody for tuning in and listening and we'll catch you next time on bard rock cafe
Isn't this basically just the same thing as before? Do you have a degree in marketing? Because I have a degree in marketing. He's got you there, Doubletail. Your only degree's in the school of hard knocks. Hmm, sure, whatever. A paycheck's a paycheck, I guess. That's the spirit. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to Bard Rock Cafe. We have the best fans. Remember to follow us on social media so you never miss an update, and be sure to check out our sponsor, Dragon Master Games, for your TTRPG needs. If you aren't already, consider subscribing to the show on Ko-fi to help cover production costs. Subscribers get special rewards like their own channels on the podcast Discord, personalized messages in the mid-roll ad spot, and more. And of course, we're partnered with Metallic Dice Games, whose wide variety of dice and other tabletop accessories are sure to have something unique to add to your table. Links to all that stuff can be found in the show okay. notes. Okay, now in the promo with your patented people's wink! Uh, we did this bit already, but sure. I wink. In a podcast. And it's really good. It's called a callback. Thanks for doing the ad read, Barry. I told you not to call me Barry. Until next time, everyone, rock on.